Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. I am Stuart Roberts and I'm really excited to introduce my new podcast, Hear Me, See Me. It's just over five years ago. I did something that changed my life. What it did, more than I could have ever realised, it helped me. I have met some absolutely amazing people, some of the people that work in some of these places. Many of them are volunteers, but some of them, it is their job. I'd had this idea after being inspired by a guy in America I'd seen cutting hair on the streets and seeing the difference it made to the guys who were there. This is more than a job, this is a calling. Right, I'm, at, um, I'm in Manchester with the wonderful Harry and uh, I was only here three weeks ago and um, this place completely blew me away because it wasn't what I was expecting. It, um, it's, it's, it's a quiet sort of country town and it's, it's a massive old mill and it's, picture, it's so picturesque around here and then uh, I just couldn't believe when I came in, it's like a warren, there's like rooms upon rooms upon rooms. And what I loved about it, what I loved about Harry was when I met him, was his, his philosophy and, um, and the whole place, it's, it's a, a place of um, really, in his words, it's putting people back together, it's not just putting a plaster on the worm. So, um, hello Harry. Hello. <laughs> uh, can you tell me uh, a little bit about, you know, like how you came to work here and then how you've come to... <laughs> come to do the job. Yeah. I can't explain what it is. Yeah. Um, well, I started working here about 11 years ago well, probably 12 years ago, actually, doing a bit of volunteering, because uh, I used to be in the building trade, I had my own building company. And I came in doing a bit of voluntary work, and I just fell in love with the place. I was talking with the companions and sharing experiences. And the thing that you know, stays in the back of my mind, which I will never forget, is I was working out of hours, because I was working during the day, and I didn't get time, and they was doing the upstairs room with a petition. So I came in early hours, and I was up there, and one of the companions came to see me and said, oh, who are you? So I explained what I was doing. So he said, all right, I'll be back in 10 minutes. And I didn't expect him to come back with a full English breakfast at three o'clock in the morning. And he also had one. And he said, you know, if you've got 10 minutes just for a break, you know, you're working really hard. I was like, yeah, yeah, of course. I was, you know, what's going on here? <laughs> um, but then he came and sat down next to me and, he, you know, we had a chat and a brew and stuff. But he told me his life story. And... I'm not going to lie, I got home in the morning, I cried, because I thought, you know what, I'm going home to my family, my children, and you know, you, you realise and you take things for granted, and I had guys who was working with me, who had probably told me similar things, but I was like, you know, you're working, just, you know, just get on with it, um, but then when he actually opened up and started talking to me about how it actually felt for him to be here, it was an eye-opener. Um, like I said, so heartwarming that somebody had sat there, opened up to me and shared that story, but felt safe to be able to do that. So then a job came up 
looking after the workshop and doing the maintenance on the building, which is a challenge. It's such a big building, as Stuart said. Um, but again, working with the companions and showing them and giving them skills was something I really got, you know, self, um, what's the word? Self-worth for me, knowing that I'm giving something back. Um, so again, starting up the workshop, you know, generating an income as well, on top of showing somebody new skills and getting them into doing that was really rewarding. And then the maintenance side of it, on such a big building, saving money, but then also, again, giving people new skills. But then I overlooked that working alongside them, there's a distraction and they felt comfortable to talk about things that had gone on for them in life. It wasn't one-to-one, which, you know, as a man, Sometimes you go into the counsellor or somebody who can change your mind, a psychologist. It it's not about that. It's about just talking to somebody. Um, and then from that, you know, I wanted to do the community leader job and I got on really well with Dave, the community leader. Um, and I did sometimes work alongside him to work on, you know, looking at improving these sort of things in development for companions. Um, but I never thought I'd be a community leader, not once. And how I got into it, um, Dave Rigby, who was a community leader who sadly passed away a few years ago now, um, was quite ill and I supported him. Um, so then, yeah, I mean, I got into it because I, wa I then wanted to do it. And the companion said, you know, it's something you're good at. And I was like, no, I'm not, I'm not, I can't, I can't do this job. And then Dave, again, you know, gave me the confidence to work with him and show me and taught me some skills that I probably had. I just didn't realise that I could actually do it. Um, so I went for the interview. But before I went for the interview, one of the companions um, who's moved on now into, you know, better things came to me and he, he said, are you going for this job or not? So I said, well, I don't know. I, you know, I can't turn up to the interview because I only had work clothes. <laughs> so I didn't even have a pair of pants and, a, you know, a tie. So he went in the bric-a-brac shop, he got me a pair of pants, a pair of shoes and a tie. And Can we he... clarify that that's trousers? Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. us southerners can imagine you in your underwear. Oh, no, it definitely Fancy trousers. underwear. <laughs> yeah, fancy trousers. <laughs> fancy trousers, yeah. Yeah. Um, so then he came back and gave me these. And I said to him, oh, you know, thank you. And he went, no, no, he said, they cost me £2.50. <laughs> so I, I gave him the £2.50 and obviously he went and paid in the bric-a-brac. But then, yeah, I went for the interview and I've never looked back since. Um, because, you know, one of the biggest things for me is giving something back. Yeah. Um, and it's something that, you know, as a community leader, you know, I sort of put it towards the community and they do the same thing. We do a lot of solidarity within the local area. Um, and for other charities as well. Like we've just completed the big sleep out. Uh, so again, you know, getting involved with that and the companions. And again, sharing stories uh, with the companions was, you know, phenomenal really. And I felt really humbled, you know, to be able to share that experience with them and listen to the stories. Yeah. We, I mean, it's interesting because doing this for five years now, all across the UK, I go to yeah. many different centres and they're all doing a wonderful job and but sometimes they're doing it in a different way. Yeah. You know, and what I what blew me away about this place is the, the sort of the completeness of it. Yeah. You know, as I said earlier, the, the, the thing of 
some places are a soup kitchen and they're very needed and they're very loved and they but you know it is it is a very temporary measure yeah. for people it's a, a very short-term fix what i love about this place as well is is you know like you keep saying companions yeah the respect in that just in that word itself and i know is it previous homeless yeah your people yeah your, your, your guests are previous homeless previously, yeah. previous homeless and it's it's the words are powerful things yeah and it's very it's a very serious thing how people use words and how people misuse words yeah and, and when you come and you hear the right word used you know right and i've been we've all been using that since you know we've took it we've taken it with us you know that the you know people companions and guests and you know, trying to, to, to get people to realise that behind the, the the label of homeless people yeah. are humans and individuals, yeah. which is so apparent here. Mm. Um, and so, because we know it's like, but try and explain to me, because it's vast, this place. Yeah. Explain to people listening, like, the different sections and everything that it does. Well, the... People start off when they first come in, uh, we try and put them in an area that they like, but th there's so many areas to work. So when you think that people come from all walks of life, different backgrounds, and some have experienced working, some haven't. Um, so trying to get them back into that routine. Um, so when people do come in, bearing in mind as well, they live on site. So it makes it a lot easier in some respects that you know we can keep an eye on them and things like that. Um, but job-wise, we have people who work on the van as driver's mate. We have a warehouse where people run and work in there. We have a bric-a-brac shop, a clothing area, a cafe, uh, a main retail shop, a collectible shop, a workshop, a pack test shop. We cater for the companions, volunteers and staff Monday to Friday and again, the job for one of the companions is to cook um, and again you know we've got four or five people that do that on a shared rotor which again is fantastic because you know some of the people who do the cooking like doing it because they know that it's making such a difference and the way to you know people's hearts is to the through the belly and they appreciate that on a daily basis when they were street homeless they couldn't have that they was looking for the next meal so it's so rewarding in that respect uh, for some of them. Even some of our volunteers, you know, they come in and volunteer, but, you know, they tell you stories and some of them sometimes can't afford to have a meal. So again, they're coming in here to give some back by working to get a meal, which again, I think is, you know, fantastic. Um, but yeah, work-wise, anything, the cleaning, anything that you can think of to do with the retail area, the companions do, working on the tills, doing the orders, everything it's because it, it, it's so positive that isn't it it's that thing it's not it's not a handout we earn our way we, we yeah. contribute as a t and it's like their real team feel the place it's t you know like you as an outsider coming in you know like yeah. the feeling of camaraderie in this place is is it is in, it's incredible and you you know like it really does work and when i first came here like a few weeks ago it struck me the size of the building, the age of the building. Yeah. It doesn't smell. <laughs> we get that a lot, actually. Well, it's it's a disregard the, the the people, you know, like the the subject matter. Yeah. An old building like this is hard to keep that sort of 
damp, you yeah. know, it's a lot of maintenance. So you guys must work around the clock to keep this place right, you know. You know, it's a definitely um, well cared for, maintained love building. Yeah. Well, again, you know, we've got the retail area, but then also it's the guy's home as well. Um, and like you were saying there, you know, about the camaraderie between companions, staff and volunteers, one of the things that I'm really passionate about is there's no them and us, it's us. There's no me or you, it's us. And, you know, straight away people come in and sit in our cafe and they talk to companions, staff or volunteers. And I've had so many comments back saying, excuse me, are you a staff member or are you a companion? And does it matter? Yeah. <laughs> and that's the way I look at it. Um, you know, when I first started working here, the amount of times people said, oh, do you live or work here? And I explained it and I thought, it doesn't matter. So I, I just say, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and obviously, unless they need to know who I am as a community leader, then I don't think, you know, it doesn't matter to me. It, it does come through. You, yeah. can really, you can really get that. Thank you. And, you know, like, you said to me the first time we met, and it stuck in my mind, like your transition from your previous life to your current life. Yeah. Because that uh, is a transition of life, isn't it? Like, yeah. Uh, from my own experience, is that you used to build things and now you build people. Yeah, I mean, in the building game, you know, and again, I looked at it and thought about it when I was looking at the community leader's job, is oh, people would pay me to, for me, recycle a house. But then, you know, I couldn't do it on my own. So I'd have laborers and people working with me to do that. But then I'm also giving them a purpose. And then when I look at this job and how people are doing stuff, you know, within the community and the building, and it's a similar thing, but it's giving them a purpose. But then also, you know, with the job and giving them job opportunities, experience, looking at development side of things, you know, tackling addictions, it's all, you know, upcycling in some way because, you know, some people are at rock bottom, confidence is low, and then we're working on it to get that confidence and reassure that person, you know what, one day you can actually go out there and do something. So, you know, getting an old house and then refurbishing it into something new, people are going to put money into that and then get something out of it. And if you look at it in that respect, you can do that with a person. But for me, I get so much more out of it now, knowing that, you know, it's not just me putting into that person, they're doing it themselves. Yeah. And that's, you know, the biggest thing um, for anybody really. Well, it's really good for confidence and for that person to know that, you know what, I can make a difference. I can do this and I will do it. Yeah. It's, it's, it's phenomenal. Um, do you, I mean, you can't help, because the thing is, that one person, as we've said many times, that one person ripples out and affects so many other people. Yeah. Because as you come to know people, um, sometimes it's really sad because people seem to not have anyone. Yeah. But most people have got someone, even if they're not yeah. not with them at the time. And so, you know, you, you can repair rifts, you can build bridges, you yeah. can get people back in touch with the family. Um, you did mention about, uh, like, you know, with addictions and things, because I'm yeah. like 13 and a half years sober. Um, how, how, does, how does you do that here? How do you... Like, it's through external agencies. Yeah. Uh, but believe it or not, we've had a few people that have done it themselves. Right. Um, and again, you know, looking at the purpose and, you know, doing things. And you were saying earlier, you know, about some people with family. 
here, some of the guys, or most of the guys, see each other as family. I do. Like, right. my partner says to me, you know, you're going to work today, you're going to see, you know, your second family. Yeah. And it, it, it makes me smile, because it, it is. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, to treat people with respect, I don't just do a normal, everyday job. And I think that's why I love, you know, doing this. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it just it still it just makes me laugh because like yeah. some of the guys here, I, I say, oh, it, it, where's Uncle Paul or where's you know cousin John? You yeah, know? and that's the way we are, and I really do like that, and it's a happy you know environment. Some yeah. days we have our downs, yeah, but mostly we have our ups and we support each other. Yeah, and some of the guys, if somebody's down or feeling a bit low, they'll come and tell me. Um, and but it's how you approach it, and I think that again is fantastic because you know you. You don't see somebody low and then just think, oh, I'll just leave them. Yeah. But the majority of the time, the, you know, the fellow companions will go and chat with them and try and lift them up. And if there is something that's a major concern, then they will come and see us and, and leave us to do or what we need to do to help that person. See, this is, this is the thing of why I, I did want to focus as well on people like yourself. I have sp spoken to Sonia, who works at the Whitechapel Mission in yeah. London. And, and people will say, well, it's a job. Yeah. And I, I, I say, no, it's not a job. Yeah. This is something, these people like yourself, like Sonia, and many, many others around the country I've met, it's, you can get a job anywhere. Yeah. It's something more than that. It's a part of your life. And you, you're, you've explained it well, that everyone is, you know, it's, it's your second family and it's... Yeah. And, you know, I get that feeling myself as well. And it's trying to get... My biggest purpose of this is to try and get people to, you know, break the idea mm. of it's. It, it comes across now to me almost as like out, out there. Yeah. It, it, it's another. It's an under society. Mm. It's almost separated. It's, it's people that because people are walking on past. Yeah. And the guys, you know, your companions and people I meet say they feel invisible. They thank you for speaking to them yeah. and all of that stuff. So it's like, how can we get across to the public that these are people? Yeah. Well, again, you know, I've been out on the streets. We, you know, we used to do a lot of outreach stuff. And I've been to, you know, a few of the, the places where, you know, people can come and have meals and stuff. Um, but you, you're there and people are talking, there's a lot going on. But then you think, what's going on for that person when they're not here um, and on occasions you know even where I live in Blackburn you know you hear of people who you know frozen to death and it's, it's that time of year again now mm. but then I think to myself you know what that's someone's uncle that's someone's brother or mm. you know and that it's really upsetting in a way because mm. you know I've got children myself and I would hate to think that you know if something like that happened to me how it would impact on them and my partner as well you know, if something was to happen to me. Uh, mm. But then, you know, it, it could happen to anyone, but this person's not got anything. They've not got somebody to talk to. And, and I just find that really sad that that happens. It gets me that, yeah. you know, the, th the thought of someone dying on their own, you know, yeah. um, with no one around them. Yeah. It, 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 it's really sad. Right, let's cheer it up. Yeah. So... <laughs> It's like, because the thing is, this is what I also try and get across the people. So, it's so insane sometimes. It, it, this, it this, is. This work is so, 
sad and emotionally drained, you know, and, and, you know, but sometimes the joys are joyous, aren't they? Well, the, the stuff with, you know, what you've just said there, you've hit the nail on the head because, you know, when something really sad happens, like we've lost people in the community uh, through bereavement, but my job then is to pick these people up and, you know, really get the community together again and look at positives. No matter how small that positive is, I have to times it by millions. Because if people do feel down in the community, you will notice it. Yeah. And, you know, I can notice it first thing in the morning. There's an atmosphere. So I know something's happened. But then you've got to work on it. Um, and what's hard is we've got a variety of different walks of life. And here we've got 26 individual personalities. Um, and looking at what interests them. So when I first started doing the community leader stuff, I thought, right, I need to try and target the outside community. So football, my passion. So I went to Mosley FC, which is a top Mosley. And when I walked in there, there's a guy there who's maintenance guy and I was telling him what I want to do. I want to get a big football match here and, you know, I do stuff. And he looked at me and went, <laughs> yeah, he went, you're being serious, aren't you? So I said, oh, yeah. He went, that is a fantastic idea. So I've never, ever heard of anything like that in my life. But what a great idea. So he got me in touch with the director, and that was about three years ago. And now we've played quite a few games up there to bring the local community together. But then to give the companions something to do as well and something to walk, um, work towards, sorry. Yeah. And we've raised a lot of money yeah. in the process. So we've done that. We've done a lot of runs. So we've done like Mosley 10K, which happens every year. I've personally done a lot of other runs for myself to get you know money to raise for other organisations. But then we've had other people that have joined externally, which for me then is another part of the Amaze family. So they have come and offered, you know, to do stuff with companions. We have an upcycling group, we have an art group, we have people who come in and just work alongside companions volunteering. Um, and we go for walks sometimes on Sundays and the staff always get involved. We don't get paid extra for it. We just no. do it because we want to do it. And it gives the guys something to do. Yeah. Litter picks in the local area. You know, we had one or two that come back, you know, with a bag of rubbish saying, oh yeah, I've just done a little pit, a little pick and stuff. So one of the other staff members said, well, why don't we get a few more people involved? So we did that. And again, it really lifts the community. People come in, oh, I've seen some of you Sunday, you know, and they're talking away to people. And again, they've gone out and done that externally. So it gets them, you know, interacting with people outside the community. Um, but again, positive. Everything is, and it's so, I love all that, because it's like action. Yeah. I love action. Well, if you, well, one of my favorite ones, God moves mountains, but you best bring a shovel. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. take me a while. <laughs> because, you know, it is about action, isn't it? You know, and it's yeah. great to have, you know, like positive, positive in intentions yeah. but you've got to get off your backside and go and do something yeah. and it makes you feel so much better as well Yeah. you know even when I'm at my lowest and my most selfish when I go and do this and go and do you know it takes all my crap away Yeah. you know it's the best antidote yeah. completely is to just go and help someone else Yeah. and so if that does that it's going to do the same for the companions yeah. you know that, that, that thing of not being dwelling on their own thing and going out and helping yeah. and as well you've got like quite because to me this reminds me of like Emmerdale I don't watch Emmerdale but yeah. you know like round it's like this and then you've got this big place right next to it all but it blends 
Yeah. It blends and it doesn't seem to be that there's any animosity. It seems that the community welcomed it because you're reaching out to the community and being part of it, aren't you? Well, again, you know, for us, being here in Mosley, like you're saying, it's like a little village, Mm. sort of, that's probably the easiest way of explaining it. But locally, and the support that we get from local people, it's unreal. Mm. Um, We get supported from the local businesses as well. So we do try and look at, you know, stuff we do here to not impact on that. Because again, their relationship with us is, yeah, we need that. Um, we need to still be part of the local community without treading on people's toes um, and being you know, selfish and ruthless and saying, oh, we can do that and we can do it better. We don't want to do that. We want to do what we do and fit within the local community and support the local community as well. Well, that's crucial, isn't it? Yeah. That, and that's, part, that's, that's testament to that is how it does blend in with the community. Because yeah. there is that it mentality in this country of not in my backyard, yep. you know what I mean, that yeah. sort of thing. And the, the first, imagine, you know, people would imagine yeah. what they're going to get if a place like this were to open up. Well, it's, but what a benefit to any community. It, well, it's a stereotyping. Um, and again, you know, one of the things that we did uh, about two and a half years ago was, again, the stereotyping, the police are against homeless people. Homeless people, you know, down and outs. Homeless people just want to beg for money. But then we come up with an idea and got Greater Manchester Police, Tameside, and also we played in the charity game. We did it as a one-off to see how it went. And what a fantastic event to bring the community together and stop this stereotyping. You know, previously homeless people can't play football, was what somebody said to me. I was like... You joking me? That's a human being. That person, you know, can play football. That person can run the Mosley 10K. That yeah. person can, you know, get up in the morning and do a litter pick. Yeah. They're functioning human beings. Yeah. They can do whatever they want to do. Um, so yeah, I mean, we did that, and again, you know, the support from the local people, um, and again, just changing that stereotyping and saying, you know what, we're human, just like everybody else. Yeah. I love all that stuff. I really am, you know, like I'm, I'm in awe of this place. And like this, this can be used. This is why also I think the success of this place needs to be spread around yeah. so it can be replicated because well, a lot of people can do with your help, you know. Yeah, I mean, we've got 29 other communities within the UK yeah. and they're all individual and unique. Yeah. Um, but they do, you know, work on a similar basis as to what we do. But again, you know, fitting in is hard when you're setting somewhere up because again, it's that stereotyping. So they do take a while to get established. But again, you know, within Emmaus, Emmaus communities support each other. Um, so, you know, looking at Emmaus, Preston and Burnley, you know, one of their communities was struggling a bit, so they come together, and now they've got a superstore which is in Rochdale, which is only a stone throw away from you know where we are. So again, you know the power of the people are actually in Emmaus, you know as one, rather yeah. than doing it individually. Uh, which again, I, I was you know blown away at that, and again fantastic that people thought, hang on, someone's struggling here, let's see what we can do, let's help that community. See, that's an interesting point because I find, or I have found around the UK, 
that in some, some, some of the bigger cities as well, you know, I've noticed in Birmingham, I've noticed in Manchester, that sometimes there's almost so many people, and I think it's with the right intention, but so many people trying to do the right thing. That yeah. They either get in each other's way, yeah. miscommunicate, don't cooperate. What sort of challenge is that, do you think? I think, I don't know, you know, looking at from a personal point of view, taking out the you know us as a community yeah i think some people think that you know even if it's not around homelessness depending on individuals it's like i was saying before about them and us yeah and it should be we i think some people really struggle letting go of something or they hold on to it and they're the person who wants to take the glory of that yeah rather than saying you know what we did that not me, yeah. not you, we. And again, you know, people say to me, oh, how's your community in this? And sometimes, don't get me wrong, you know, it's nice to take the compliment. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I found it really hard at first, to be honest with you, when people say, you know, oh, it's your community. And I'm like, no, no, it's... But, yeah, it is, but I can't do it on my own. The community is the community of people. Community is the key word. Yeah. So, yeah. And I, I think that, for me, is probably how it sums it up I've struggled with it myself sometimes I've found you know that, mm. that and you know to be frank sometimes it is ego some, you know yeah. you get you get some people that are, are doing things for ego rather than to actually get a good outcome yeah. um, sometimes intentionally sometimes unintentionally but the result's the same sometimes yeah. it just separates and as you say we need to work together yeah you know that whole thing together we achieve more um yeah, so where's so how long has this been going? This one, twenty three years now, I think God, it is. It's amazing, isn't it? Yeah. And there's twenty six across the UK. Twenty nine. Twenty nine across yeah. the UK. Yeah. Are they generally in the in the north of England? No, we have um quite a few in the north and some are down south. Yeah. Um we have a main office which is in Mace UK, which is in Birmingham. Right. Uh, but the nearest ones to us here are Burnley, Preston, Leeds, Sheffield, Bolton. Yeah, I'm uh, sure Jackie's working away way around all of them. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, it's just phenomenal, really, because when I first started doing this job, well, even when I started 12 years ago, I think there was about 12, 13 communities. Yeah. And it just keeps growing and growing, Yeah. which is good. But then you realise just how serious the homelessness oh, problem is. Man. People say it to me and they go, because we've got 64 now. Yeah. Um, and they say, oh, you know, we're just scratching the surface. Yeah. We could have 664 and still be scratching the surface because unfortunately um, the problem's growing. Yeah. Um, I can't, I can't. I've, I can't see a way out. I mean, when you're in this field, you find a lot of people think you've got answers. And they <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, I mean, it's good in a way, um, you know, that to set the communities up, it's run by a board of trustees. Right. So they set you, you know, stuff to do, challenges and tasks and stuff. But I think we're really lucky here because our trustees really get it. Yeah. And they come in and get involved in things. You know, and the director gives tasks to do but realistic tasks, not impossible yeah. things to do. Yeah. Um, so again, you know, when you look at around the management and setting up of communities, I think yeah. that, that helps. 
I think trustees are the right trustees crucial as well, yeah. isn't it? Because like, it's a fun, something we're finding new for ourselves. Yeah. Because we we've only been a registered charity since about May. Yeah. And we've got trustees in place, and we're still fighting our feet with that. Yeah. You know. Um, but I can see the value of it, and to be honest as well, I wanted trustees in place. Yeah. Because you've met my sister. Yeah. Up until now, it's just been us plodding along. Yeah. Um, but I don't want to. I don't want to be a trustee. I want to do the work. Yeah. You know, like yourself. Yeah. Hands on. Yeah, I just want to do yeah. the work. I, I, don't ever sit me on the board or something like that because <laughs> yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd give up tomorrow, you know, because yeah. it's about the people. Yeah. And I love working with the people. He says sitting in an office with you with a microphone. <laughs> but no, I don't, this is a tiny bit of what we do, but the big yeah. bit, it's always about meeting the people and, and seeing and finding out about them, isn't it? Yeah, and it's that tapping into that interest. Yeah. You know, I mean... Some, some of the guys here, staff as well and volunteers, we've all had life experiences. Yeah. But sometimes when people do share that important thing with you, or they, say, they tell you something and they say, I'm really sorry to tell you that, you know, I, I've shared it with you, I've never told anyone before. Yeah. And the first time somebody did that with me, I just felt really humbled that they'd shared that with me. And then I thought, why is that? Why have they not shared that with somebody else? And again, you, you know, you go back to the stereotyping. Someone sat in the doorway, you know, I don't want to speak to him either. You know, who are them? I don't want to know that person. I don't want to talk to them. I don't want to engage with them. And I think that's the thing that we need to change as society. Yeah. Um, and I know that it's changing in, a, you know, a big way, but it, it's still, you know, that individual sat there, just think how you would feel. It's hard to imagine, isn't it? You, I can't. No. Because me and you are sat here talking away, you know. Yeah. Probably talk till midnight about things or, you know, yeah. next week. <laughs> yeah. But we're here talking to each other and enjoying, you know, talking about things and yeah. you know, looking at positives. But that's hard in... Because you said it and I went there. Yeah. So you said it and you said... And I took myself there and because of really knowing a lot of the guys and that over yeah. the years and that I find it easy to take myself there yeah. <laughs> and I can't I don't seem yeah. comfortable it's too real like I'd done a thing recently when I was it was really fun there was a funny side to it because I I'd done this video of myself I was going up north uh, uh, not up north sorry I was going up in the, at the West End in London yeah. and I'd been up and down London a lot I had a busy week you know. Yeah. poor me I had a busy week and uh, it was pissing down in rain and yeah. I was cold and I was tired and I was like and I just had a go at myself on camera yeah. like you know like you're going to help these people this is their life yeah you've got a couple of hours of discomfort and then another couple of hours coming back and you've then you go into your warm house as you said yeah you go into your warm house the bosom of your family yeah and uh, you know and it made me so grateful I was a Annoyed at myself, you know, selfish yeah. prat. Right? Yeah. But then I was like, oh, how lucky am I? But the funny side of the story is about half hour later, it's rained even more and I was even more pissed off. Because <laughs> <Yeah, yeah. laughs> you ain't a saint, are you? You know, no. you, it's reality kicks in. And, yeah. I was, oh. <laughs> and that was surreal because that, that one, that one, see, that's the, it's the balance, isn't it? Or the, no, not the balance, it's the contrast, it's the lack of balance. Yeah. Because that was in Knightsbridge, just around the corners of Harrods. Yeah. 
and we went down this big old Scottish church, I think, but like, went down underneath it. Mm. Lovely big hall, beautiful, wonderful people helping people. Uh, 80 to 100 people on a Friday evening coming to get warm and get something to eat. Yeah. Either street homeless, previous homeless, mm. desperate, yeah. lonely, for whatever reason they Because that's the other thing you get, you know, well, should they really be there? Yeah. Why would you go there unless you have to be there? Yeah, yeah. Where are you going to go for a bit of cheap food? Why would you, free food, I mean, you know, but why, why, why would you be there either way? No, and again, you know, it's like families. You, you know, I would never have dreamed when I was, you know, in my teens or whatever, that how can a family not afford to feed this? You know, my dad worked, my mum worked, really hard working family. Um, and homelessness then wasn't as big as it is now, but you still seen homeless people and stuff like that. And, you know, I remember my mum, you know, we'd, we'd go shopping somewhere and my mum would always, you know, see someone homeless. She would always say, you know, that this person's a bit unfortunate in life or whatever, and, you know, give them something and, you know, and encourage us to do that. And I do the same with my children. Yeah. You know, they're only young, but, you know, we go to Tesco, we'll go in and we'll, we'll buy them a drink or something and, you know, give them something on the way out. And, and you know, my eldest, who's, nearly 12 she will get something and off her own accord now i give her money you know she gets spends and she'll go and buy i don't know a diet coke or something and on the way out just one minute dad and she'll go and give it to that you know person who sat there yeah and yeah it's just it's lovely, so it's lovely to see yeah. but then i think you know what i've done that yeah and then why can't somebody else do that yeah you know so yeah i've got i've got um because so I've got f five kids, three grandkids. Yeah. And uh, not the grandkids, they're a bit too young, but all of my kids have been involved at some point. Yeah. You know, because they, they, they need to see... Nature nurture. Every... Yeah, it's, oh, yeah, perfect, yeah. Yeah. You're a good man with words. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been told that before. <laughs> no, it's true. It's true. And it's... Um, so where's the, where's the future of this place? I would imagine it's just going to keep growing and growing. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, again, you know, about 10 years ago, I think it was, there was only 12 rooms, then it was extended to 24. No, sorry, it, were, it was 20. Then it was extended to 24, because they extended it at the end. Uh, but again, volunteers came in and helped with that externally, which again is phenomenal. Um, and then we got a flat upstairs which we converted for a couple. So then obviously went up to the 26. Uh, but we're always looking at ways and avenues to be able to expand and make it bigger. Even supporting, you know, fellow companions who've moved on, who are working or who are on benefits now. They come in and they'll, they'll do a bit of volunteering with us and, you know, we still keep in contact with them. And again, I think that's really nice because they missed oh, yeah. the place, they missed the family, yeah. as I was saying earlier. Yeah. Um, and it's so nice to see and know that they come in. And you know what, to be honest with you, it's like being the dad. Yeah. <laughs> knowing that that person is okay. Yeah. You know, and they're, they're still getting on all right. Well, that's the, you can't cut, you can't pick people up and drop them, can you? No. This is the thing, it's got to be that continuation. Yeah. Yeah, because it, yeah, it takes me back to when sometimes I go to these wonderful places. Yeah. Um, and at these wonderful events. Yeah. And then I think, 
I don't know if it's right or wrong, but I sort of sometimes think we've lifted you up, you're going to drop down. Yeah. Would it be almost, is it almost worse? But you're actually setting them up to fail, aren't you? Yeah, I don't know. I hate that. Yeah. I don't know because it's, yeah, I, 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 I struggle with that one sometimes because yeah. I just think, have we made you warm and hot, you know? Yeah. And then it's going to, is it going to feel even colder afterwards? A bit of false hope. Yeah. yeah. I, I, you got to do it, Eva. I don't know. Yeah. I don't yeah. know with that one. It's one that it's one that I sort of uh, go back and forth with on that. I think as well. Sometimes with that, it's the individual. Yeah. Um, you know, sometimes it's the the timing right for that person. We don't know. It's it's one of them. You've just got to let the person go and see and yeah. support them. And if something happens, then you've just got to be there for them. Yeah. Because there is statistics, isn't there? That if it's I think someone worked out that anything, don't know how they work these things out, yeah. anything longer than 10 weeks on the street, you don't, uh, you've got less chance of getting them out of that. They be it becomes indoctrinated, you know. Yeah, it becomes ingrained. Yeah. Uh, so it's, it's a matter of, and this is the thing about this place, it's the engagement. Yeah. And then seeing guys in the workshop and training and, yeah, yeah doing the complete thing. Yeah, and enjoying it is the thing for me. Yeah. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, you can tell it's not a chore, is it? No. Everyone is just happily. Because <laughs> yeah. well, they've got a choice, though, haven't they? Yeah. They can either do. It's what they want to get excel at. They can, if they want to cook. Yeah. If they want to create. If they want to organise. If they want to decorate. Yeah. They've got lots to choose from, rather than just be forced. Right, you're now going to go and do that. Yeah. That yeah. thing where saying, "Oh, you should make people homeless people pick up litter," as if they're convicts. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And yet, you guys when they choose to, then go out in their spare time and do that. Yeah. Well, and that's the difference choice. And again, you know, with, with the guys and the companions, if they're doing stuff, I mean, remember once, you know, our bins needed cleaning. So I goes outside and our director, she's in the bin with a pressure washer, yeah. jet washing it. So again, you know, we wouldn't ask some of the companions to do what we wouldn't do. No. You know, if the cleaning needs doing, like Monday today, yeah. we run on a skeleton crew, the shop itself closed, so we do a lot of cleaning. So I myself sometimes will go and I'll do the toilets, yeah, hoover the floors, you know, because we've got to do that. Because at the end of the day, the retail side of it is our income. Yeah. So you know, working as a team with the retail staff as well, it's second to none. We we've just got to do it. Well, that that's interesting because when we come last time, you just had a big day. Yeah. And it was very successful, wasn't it? Oh yeah, the Christmas day. Yeah. Brought lots of money in, yeah. so because uh, that's that's what I love about this place. What it's sort of self-supporting, yeah, isn't it? It's yeah. not just got its cup out. No, and that's what I love as well is the fact that you know what I go out, I've earned my money, as the companions have, and you know some of the companions have said you know you're working here and stuff like that, and I said yeah, but it's not much different to you. I come and I want to earn my money. Yeah, I want to know that I've enjoyed the day I've given something back from the day but I've also contributed to part of me being here which pays for my home as it does theirs yeah it pays you know for my meal as it does theirs and again that for me is it's a no-brainer yeah it's incredible because it? like, it's it's that taking it's taking stuff from the community yeah fixing it up yeah selling it getting some money using it on the place yeah it, it's just it's so positive, isn't it? It's yeah. Really, as you, yeah, it's just recycling lives, isn't it? And yeah. you know, 
it's nice to see something in action, you know, because it's so disheartening sometimes when things are just, you know, like there's, it's just something, there's, there's no sort of outcome to anything. Yeah. You know. And so, um, does this place get any help from the local councils or government? Oh, what benefits we do get is just housing benefit. Right, so it's, um, there's no, it's not, doesn't get a grant from... No, nothing no. like that, no. So everything that, you know, you see in the shop that we sell or, you know, generated yeah. the income is to pay for, you know, what you see. It's amazing. Because we, we go to, we've got a, we've had a project for a few years now in Dublin in Ireland. Yeah. Amazing place by amazing man, uh, brother Kevin, he's yeah. got as a capuchin monk, yeah. got the gear. He's got the gear and he's got a lot of idea that man, right. I tell you, he's like an amazing man. And they have over 300 for yeah. breakfast. Yeah, that's amazing. It, like, and then you, you, we, we have like a little lunch, yeah. the volunteers, and then everyone comes back in for, for yeah. afternoon, yeah. you know. Uh, the same amount again and there's yeah. queues down the road and it's like and that's a lot of that self-supporting yeah they often say they don't know where he gets it from yeah <laughs> yeah you know and I love their aspects as well is that they say that they don't take out of date food in yeah and they say if you wouldn't give it to your family we wouldn't give it yeah. to ours yeah all that yeah sort. yeah that mindset is really well how it should be yeah really. yeah and they say that um they say, how do you know they're genuine? And he goes, if they're hungry, we will feed them. Yeah. You know. They, you don't know, do you? <laughs> no. It's just that if you're hungry, just come yeah. in. And the other thing that I, I love about the place as well is, it's well, it's, it's twofold. You've even got, like, me and my sister were cutting hair, and then one of the guys said, look out the window, and there's a queue down the street again. Hmm. And it was just young mums getting nappies yeah. and things like that. Yeah. And it was great that they were getting the help, but then I just felt I'd gone back to Victorian times. Yeah. You know, like, I thought... Why is that happening? I, I, my, my, my vision went to black and white. It was yeah. like, you know, I think, how are we here? Yeah. You know, how can we... Yeah. But there again, that place and this place and so many places now, people say, well, there's no money, there's no funding, there's no... But, like, you make it happen, don't you? You do. The general public is just so giving and mm. helpful and yeah and some people like who come in regularly and they donate money to us they, they buy stuff you know but then sometimes they bring it back you yeah. know like someone will buy a sofa <laughs> have it a year and they'll donate it back so we can sell it yeah. again and they know that but they, they just they love they the fact it that free, they give, yeah, <laughs> yeah they, but they just love the fact that you know what i yeah. can give it back and i'll get it, that it's getting back out there and it's doing something yeah and the thing because of the that's the great thing with it, like, it was such a throwaway society. Yeah. You know, I've, 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 my thinking has changed so much over the last, I was as bad as everyone else, but yeah. I hate waste now. I hate waste. And, you know, like, to see, you know, like, people just throw stuff out because it don't, yeah. they change the colour of their living room. Yeah. It's mad, isn't it? Yeah. You know? And I've got the most uncomfortable sofa at home. And I was looking at a couple of yours, and I went, mean, I said, I wish you'd lived a bit nearer. Yeah, here. yeah. I don't want to go and buy a new one. I don't want to go buy one of yours. You know, yeah. right? I might bring me bad next part time. Part <laughs> Yeah, part <laughs> one. They're broken in for you, isn't it? That's yeah, the thing. Yeah. But um, no, it's amazing what you're doing, yeah. And um, 
I think this one might be a tiny bit shorter because you're, I'm going to explain that you are like a cat on a hot tin roof because when you're in here, you just, you've got so many things and I've, I can't keep up with you when you're walking around everywhere. <laughs> like, I'm an old man with a false knee. Like, I'm like, I can't, because I'm amazed I've had you this long. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. um, I just want people to, to look up Emma's Mosley. Yeah. I've said it wrong again, and I. It's Emmaus Mosley. Emmaus Mosley. <laughs> <laughs> look, go on, go on the internet. Look up the website. Look at all the Emmaus projects around the country. Yeah. Um, and see, and anyone even wanting to, to go into this field, see what these these guys are doing because we put all the links on as well. Because um, I congratulate you. I congratulate you, I admire you, on, on seeing something positive in action. Mm. Well, well, thank you. But again, you know, it, it's not me, it's the community. Don't care. Uh, it is you. See, guy, all of that, you're like me, you can't take a compliment. I know. But someone has to be there for everyone. Yeah. You know? Mm. And someone has to wear the responsibility well, and you do, yeah. so. Well, thank I think you we'll leave much. it there. Yeah. Well, again, thank you for the opportunity to have the discussion. I've really enjoyed it, and yeah. you know, thank you for coming back. <laughs> Thanks for staying in here as long as you have. Oh, yeah. oh thank you. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. Just over five years ago, I did something that changed my life. What it did, more than I could have ever realised, it helped me. I have met some absolutely amazing people some of the people that work in some of these places. Many of them are volunteers, but some of them, it is their job. This is more than a job, this is a calling.